In the last Shi'ur, we discussed the sources in the Torah about the mitzvah of tshuva, and then we began discussing, is there indeed a mitzvah of tshuva? The great achronim, such as the Menchas Chinuch, Rav Kuk, and others, thought there was no mitzvah of tshuva. And we mentioned a number of reasons last week why you might not count the mitzvah of tshuva in the Minyan HaMitzvahs, or that it might not be considered a mitzvah at all. Today we'll discuss the Rambam, the Rambam's opinion of Hilchus Tshuva, with an explanation, very well-known explanation, which has been printed already of Rav Soloveitchik, and we'll add a few points about that Chidush of Rav Soloveitchik and elaborate upon it. The Rambam in Hilchos Tshuva, as we mentioned last week, says in the very beginning, in Hilchos, the introduction, as it were, to Hilchos Tshuva, the Rambam says, Mitzvah ase achas, there's one mitzvah. V'hu sheyashuv Hashem It seems to be a compound mitzvah. The mitzvah is to do tshuva and say vidui, but it's counted as one mitzvah. Last week we quoted the Sefer Charedim, who really explained that it's one mitzvah. We quoted also the Beis HaLokim of the Mabit, that it's one mitzvah culminated by Vidui. If you would just read this Koteret, it would seem very clear that the opinion of the Ramam is there's a compound mitzvah, the mitzvah is to do tshuva, and the mitzvah is to say Vidui. However, in Halacha Aleph, the Rambam uses a different phraseology. The Rambam says, Kol mitzvah Shabbat Torah, Bein Bein All the mitzvahs, whether a person, we're referring to a mitzvah saseh, or a mitzvah lotaseh, im avar adam al achas mehem, Bein bezodam Bein b'shkaga, if a person transgressed one of them, either intentionally or unintentionally, the Chav here is very important. When he does Tshuva, the Yashav Mechetel, and he wants to return from the sin, he must say Vidui. The Rambam uses the phrase, when a person does tshuva, which implies that there is no obligation to do tshuva. But if a person does tshuva, then the mitzvah say is to say vidui. There are other mitzvahs, many mitzvahs, that are not really incumbent upon a person to do. However, if a person is in a certain situation, then he has to do it in a correct way. For example, what, one of the classic examples that I like to bring is there's a mitzvah, one of the Tayyag mitzvahs in the Rambam is Gerushin, to divorce your wife. That doesn't mean that you should go out and divorce your wife because it's, you want to run and do a mitzvah. If the situation, Chas V'Shalom, arises that it is necessary to give a get for whatever reasons we'll discuss uh, another time, another place, what uh, are the uh, reasons for Gerushin, 
But if those reasons apply, then there's a mitzvah to give a get in the follow in, in in the following situa- in the following way, the way the Ram describes it. But it's certainly not a mitzvah, it's incumbent upon a person to give a get. So here the Ram says, Kisha Yasachuva, when a person wants to do chuva, then there is a mitzvah to do vidui, but it seems there's no mitzvah at all of chuva. As far as the Rambam goes, as I mentioned last week, there are people who think that there is no mitzvah of tshuva, and as they read the Rambam, those three of those gedolim, Rav Kook, the Avodas HaMelech, the Minchas Chinuch, all thought that there is no mitzvah of tshuva in the Rambam. The mitzvah is vidui when a person does tshuva. Rav Salvechik gave a shear once on his kinus tshuva, the, the famous shear that he gave, gave between Rosh and Kippur, and actually it's printed today, this year is printed and perhaps extremely well known. The Rav made a dichotomy between the what he called the Ma'asa Mitzvah and the Kiyoma Mitzvah. The Ma'asa Mitzvah is what a person does, the, an action that a person does. A Kiyoma Mitzvah is what a person fulfills when he does that Ma'asa. Now in many mitzvahs this dichotomy really doesn't exist. In, uh, for example, the mitzvah of eating matzah. One could argue the mitzvah of eating matzah is to do the matzah of eating it, and that's the kiyam, you eat the matzah. Or, one could argue again about this point, but maybe an example would be uh, taking a lulav, shaking a lulav. The mitzvah is to shake the lulav, and the kiyam is you shook the lulav. Although, you could uh, even argue about that particular case. But, in many mitzvahs, the matzah and the kiyam are identical. The Rav pointed out there are a number of mitzvahs where the Masa and the Kiyom are not identical. I know of a few of these mitzvahs. Rani Ziegler made a list, which is available on his website. He sent it to me, that of a number of places where the Rav used this dichotomy between Masa and Mitzvah and Kiyom and Mitzvah, many places were gathered together by uh, Rani Ziegler. In the Masa and Mitzvah, the action is one thing. But the Kiyama Mitzvah means something else is fulfilled when you do it. The example that we'll begin with in order to return to Hilchos Tshuva is there's a Mitzvah, the Ram counts davening a daily, daily tefillah, the Ram counts as a Mitzvah Saseh. The Ramban, of course, thought that all tefillah is the Rabbanan, but the Ramban thought that there's a daily requirement, a biblical chiyuv to daven daily. But where does it say in the Torah that you have to daven? It doesn't say. What it does say is there's a mitzvah of the to serve HaKadosh Baruch in your heart. And the Sifrei says, What does service in your heart mean? That's tefillah. The Ram took this source as a real pshat in the Pasuk, a real chiyuv midaraisa, and he said, therefore, there's a mitzvah of davening. But the Torah didn't say there's a mitzvah of davening. The Torah said there's a mitzvah of avodah Hashem Balaif. So what's the masa ha-mitzvah? What do you have to do? You have to say the words. But what happens when you say the words? The purpose of saying the words is to reach avodah Hashem in your heart. To do avodah Hashem. So here would be a, a classic example of a really important halachic distinction. In general, in mitzvahs, mitzvahs, of course, should be done with kavana. But there's a machlokas in the Gemara if mitzvahs trichas kavana or mitzvahs are not trichas kavana. 
the people that would translate this to mean that Mrs. require Kavana, Mrs. don't require Kavana, would be a very misleading type of translation. Because obviously a mitzvah requires Kavana. The machlokas would be if a person does a mitzvah without Kavana, did he fulfill the obligation? Very complicated sugya, the opinion of the Rambam is not very clear. But if you say mitzvahs lo tzrichos kavana, mitzvahs enon tzrichos kavana, that means if a person did a mitzvah without kavana, he fulfilled the mitzvah. Now, for example, one could argue, one should look up the Rambam in this connection, a person ate matzah, even if somebody forced him to eat matzah, he didn't want to eat matzah. But one might argue that he fulfilled the mitzvah, because mitzvahs enon tzrichos kavana, at least the mitzvah of Achilles Matzah does not require Kavana. And therefore, when, if you did the mitzvah without Kavana, you fulfilled your obligation. This is true by many mitzvahs. But by the mitzvah of Tefillah, this could not possibly exist. If the mitzvah would be to say words, a person could say, true, a person said the words without Kavana, he fulfilled the mitzvah. But if that's not the mitzvah, the mitzvah is not to say the words. The mitzvah is Avodat Hashem B'chol Yom So if a person davened without kavana, he didn't do Avodat Hashem. So the Masa mitzvah without the Kiyama mitzvah of tefillah is impossible. And therefore by tefillah, everybody would pass the mitzvah Tzrichas Kavana, tefillah requires kavana. And B'diavet, if you daven without kavana, you're not yet say, of course, there's a well-known uh, point in the Rambam where the Rambam discusses exactly what's the Kavana, what nature of Kavana do you need, and uh, that there is a problem with reading the Rambam about this. Of course, Reb Chaim has a famous answer to explain it, which is not our point right now. The main point is that the dichotomy between the Masna Mitzvah and the Kima Mitzvah is clear in Tefillah, and the Rambam thinks the Mitzvah is Avodah Hashem, the Kima Mitzvah is Avodah Hashem. Similarly, the rough thought would be the understanding by tshuva. The mitzvah of tshuva is to really be about tshuva. That's the kiyom ha-mitzvah. What does it mean to do tshuva? To be about tshuva. To return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, perhaps to atone for what you did, to accept for the future, all the things that we'll discuss in the future, exactly what is the nature of tshuva. But the mitzvah, I say, is to do tshuva. But how do you go about doing it? The Rambam thought the way to go about doing it is through vidui. That's based on the Pasuk and Chumash. So the Maisa HaMitzvah would be saying vidui. But the Kiyom HaMitzvah would be to become a Balchuva. The Rav then went on to show something remarkable about the Rambam both in Hilchus Shuvah and Hilchus Tefillah. The Koteret of Hilchus Tshuva, we pointed out, seems to contradict Balacha. In the Koteret, it seems to be the Mitzvah's Tshuva, whereas in the Koteret, it, where in the Halacha, it seems the Mitzvah is to say Vidui. But if we look in Hilchus Tefillah, we'll see the same dichotomy exists. The Rambam in the Koteret says, Mitzvah's Asei Achas. There are two Mitzvah's. One is la'avod as Hashem b'choyom b'tefillah. So what is the definition of the mitzvah? Avod as Hashem. However, in the halacha, he doesn't say mitzvah say la'avod as Hashem. He says mitzvah say l'ispalil b'choyom. Why did he deviate from the language 
from the text that he used in the Koteret to the Halacha. Why in the Koteret does he say, Mitzvah Haseh La'avodas Hashem B'choyam B'tfilah? And here he says, in the Halacha, Mitzvah Haseh L'spar B'choyam. And here the Rav came up with an amazing diuk in the Rambam. And he said in the Koteret, the Rambam is describing the mitzvahs that we are going to fulfill in this section. And the mitzvah that we're going to fulfill here is Avodas Hashem. And therefore in the Koteret, he uses the phrase, Avodas Hashem B'chayim However, in the Halacha itself, the Rambam says, what do you do? What's the practical implication of what you do? How do you do it? And therefore the Ram says that Vidu is the mitzvah say. So in the Halacha the Ram describes the Maisa mitzvah. Whereas in the Kotara the Ram describes the Kiyum mitzvah. And now we'll look in Hilchos Tshuva and in Hilchos Tfilah and we'll see how they both fit together. In the Kotara the Ram describes the Kiyum, Sheyashuv Achotei Milifnei Hashem, similarly to the concept of Avodas Hashem B'choyim B'tfilah, the Kiyum HaMitzvah is here mentioned. However, in the Halacha itself, the Rambam says that the Mitzvah, Maisa Mitzvah of Tshuva, is to say Vidui. But Vidui alone is only the Maisa Mitzvah. The Kotere told me what the Kiyum HaMitzvah, just like in Ilchus Tfilah. There are other sections on the Rambam where the should be a dichotomy between the Maisa Mitzvah and the Kiyom Mitzvah. The Rav used to use many examples, as I pointed out. Rani Ziegler has a whole list of them of places where there's a Maisa Mitzvah and a Kiyom Mitzvah. In some of them, I did not find this distinction between the Koteret and the Halacha itself. The, for example, in Hilchas Avel, Hilchas Avel, the laws of mourning. There, the Rav also used this distinction between the Maisa Mitzvah and the Kiyom Mitzvah. The Maisa Mitzvah would be to perform all the technical acts of Avelus, but the Kiyom Mitzvah is not to do A, B, or C. The Kiyom Mitzvah is to undergo the experience of being an Avel to be. Perhaps in brisker terminology, to be a gavra in avel, to be a person who's really involved in avelus, you do it through actions. But in Hilchas Avel, I have not found the distinction between the koteret and the halacha. Or similarly, in Hilchas Kriyashma, the Rambam's also has the mitzvah asay to read Kriyashma, and here we're trained already to think that Kriyashma also has in it these two elements. The Masa Mitzvah of Kriyashma seems to be to say the words. But the Kiyom Mitzvah would be Lekabel O'Malchus Shamayim. That's what we were always trained, that the Mitzvah of Kabbalah O'Malchus Shamayim is the essence of Kriyashma. The Rajba in the beginning of the second paragraph says this almost clearly. So, I would have liked it very much if in Hilchas Kriyashma, the Raman would say, Mitzvah say the Kabi Alomachushamayim, in the Koteret, and the Halacha, he would say, Mitzvah say the Kriyashma. But again, I have not found this distinction there. 
it seems to me that the only time the Rambam used this distinction between what the Rav called Masa Mitzvah, Kiyom Mitzvah, is when the Kiyom Mitzvah is actually almost written clearly in Chumash. Because as we pointed out last week, the Mitzvah of Tshuva is in Chumash. We have the Shavta Hashem Lekecha. Now it's true the Rambam learned it differently, but the Mitzvah of Vidoy is said clearly in Chumash. And therefore, since the mitzvah of tshuva is hinted v'shavta ad Hashem so there the Rambam used more or less what was found in Chumash. The mitzvah sasei l'shuv is ki tashuva l'Hashem alakecha, etc. The kiyam mitzvah is the is is in Chumash. The masa mitzvah is the vidui, which is clearly in Chumash, and that's true by tefillah also, because by tefillah it says the Torah of the b'chol By kriyashma, even though we think there's a mitzvah, Kabbalah Samach that phrase of Lekabbalah is not found in Chumash. So perhaps the Rambam only used the Kiyom mitzvah when the Kiyom mitzvah is actually words that are found in Chumash or based on the words that are found in Chumash. If we would follow this distinction a little further between the Masa mitzvah and the Kiyom mitzvah, I pointed out that if a person would do the Masa mitzvah but without the Kiyom mitzvah. In other words, this person would say vidui and not think about at all about the vidui, but he would just uh, say the words with with no internalization at all. Or the person would daven, but without avodas Hashem, he has no kavana. He's thinking about something else completely different. So his davening and his vidui is worth nothing. What would happen in the opposite? A person would do the kiyum mitzvah without the masa mitzvah. What would happen if a person really, really meant to do tshuva. He thought about doing tshuva. We can quote the story of Rebbe Lezeb and Duradia, who, according to the Gemara, he sat and cried, and he died, and they announced that he's a tremendous bal tshuva. Did he say vidui? Well, perhaps. But let's say he did not say vidui. But he underwent all the metamorphosis that the Gemara seems to hint at and describe in Avodah Zarah. Would he be about tshuva? It seems to me that the simple understanding would be that he did not fulfill a mitzvah. That's true. The myth, the technical mitzvah, he did not fulfill. But is he about tshuva? The same thing would be true of davening. A person said, I'm going to do avodah Hashem in my heart. But he didn't daven. So he did not fulfill the mitzvah. That's for sure. Is he an Oved Hashem? The Rav, in a footnote, in an article that he wrote, answered with this principle, with what the idea that I just raised, a famous kasha of the Minchas Chinuch. The Minchas Chinuch thought that according to the Rambam, there's no mitzvah of tshuva. The mitzvah is only vidui. But then he asked the question, the Gemara in Kedushin, that Memtes, has a, an interesting scenario. A person can proposed marriage, what we'll call Kedushin, halachic engagement. But stipulate a Tanai with that Kedushin. For, for example, a person could say to a woman, she's Mekudashas to him if he gives her um, a present, or if she gives him a present, or if something else happens. And, of course, if the Tanai is fulfilled, then the Kedushin is valid. If the Tanai is not fulfilled, the Kedushin is not valid. The Gemara gives, gives a scenario of a person marries a woman, or halachically en- engages a woman, Arison, 
Kedushim. By saying, He says he's a, he's a, a pure tzaddik. So, at least, in such a case, the halacha would have to be, the Gemara says, Tzaddik Mekudesh is at least Tzaddik. Why? Because maybe he did tshuva. Now, let's say we had seen him do an Aveira ten minutes before that. Let's say we had seen him do many bad things. But, at the moment that he said those words, the Gemara says, maybe he did tshuva. Here at tshuva belibo. Maybe at that moment he did tshuva. So, at, therefore, since he did tshuva, the Kedushan at least is valid if he did tshuva. Since I'm not sure, it's at least Tzavik Mekudoshes. Now, of course, when the Gemara said Tzadik, we have to understand the word Tzadik doesn't mean a Tzadik like we imagine the Chavetz Chaim to be. A Tzadik means a person who has more mitzvahs than Averus, a person who, who is an Aved Hashem. Now, if he did tshuva, so the idea is he would be an Aved Hashem. But the Minchas Chinuch said he did not do tshuva because he didn't say vidui. Here at Shiva Belibo, according to the Rambam, the Minchas Chinuch argued there is no here at Shiva Belibo. You must say vidui. So Rav Salvechik, of course, answered that the person who did tshuva Belibo is about tshuva. The Kiyom HaMitzvah of Tshuva is there. But he did not do the mitzvah. So he's like other Jews who may be very good Jews, but they did not fulfill a particular mitzvah. They did not do the mitzvah of Tshuva, of Vidui. But they are Bali Tshuva. So therefore, at least, if the person would be Savik Mekudoshes, if he indeed, indeed was Mahara B'Tshuva, then he would be Mekudoshes. If I'm not sure, at least you have to say Savik Mekudoshes. Perhaps one should discuss a little bit why is it that Tshuva should be expressed through Vidui. Why isn't it really enough just to think of doing Tshuva? Why isn't it enough to think of doing Avodah Hashem? Why does one have to say words? A number of explanations could be suggested for this. I think the most simple explanation would be that a person really needs to verbalize things in order to concretize them even to himself. For example, by learning Torah, we think a person should really say words when he learns Torah. It's not enough to think. So you understand better when you say words clearly and you verbalize. It's known that Reb Chaim, the great Godel of Brisk would ask a person if he understood the shear, and then he would ask him to say it. And this was a, a method, a, an educational method that I've seen all my life. The rabbi, the rav, it would ask the student what explained the chiddush. And very often the student would reply, "Rabbi, I really, really understand it, but I have trouble saying it." And Reb Chaim used to say, "If you have trouble saying it, it's a sign that you don't really understand it." Verbalization helps you formulate concrete ideas. Therefore, tshuva in your heart maybe would be good enough, but in order to really understand it, to really put it into shape, a person would have to say words, and that would be true by davening as well. Perhaps other more deep philosophical explanations could be given. Why tshuva, why tshuva should be expressed verbally, but for right now that is to me the most simple explanation. I'd like to point out that 
in the Rambam edition, the Frankel edition of the Rambam, in the back of the Rambam, there's a very useful tool called Sefer Mafteach. And the Sefer Mafteach is a bibliography tool, a tool of bibliography, which tells you which Gedolim have discussed specific problems in the Rambam. So here I open up the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva and look to see who has commented on the distinction between the Koteret and the Halacha. The same would be true in Hilchus Tshuva. And I found no one quoted by the Frankel edition that mentioned this point. Of course, they were selective in their use of sources, and they did not mention Rav Kook. They also did not mention Rav Salavechik. But interestingly enough, Rav Kook did point out this distinction. In fact, Rav Kook is the one that I mentioned last week, who said that according to the Rambam, there is no mitzvah of tshuva, and Rav Kook thought in general there should not be a mitzvah of tshuva. But Rav Kook in a tshuva, in Mishpat Kohen, Simen Kufchafches, points out that the Rambam in Hilchos Tshuva shows that the, there is no mitzvah of tshuva. Mitzvah is when you do tshuva to say vidui. He says that clearly. The Torah never said a mitzvah to say of tshuva according to Rambam, and therefore, even though, in the words of Rav Kook, he alavonot, it's a tremendous segura to atone for your sins. There's no mitzvah. But then Rav Kook pointed out that some people think that the words of the Rambam. Rav Kook did quote the Koteret and did point out that the Koteret seems to say there is a mitzvah of tshuva. But Rav Kook said, since the Rambam in the Halacha itself said clearly that the mitzvah is vidui, therefore he said, we'll ignore the words of the Koteret and we'll base ourselves on what it says in the text. He also says that when he was a child, he heard from Rabbi Avram Chaim Shapiro, the Rav of Smagon, who was the son of Rabbi Vilk- of Kovna, I think that might be Rabbi Vilkamir, that you should actually correct the Koteret. And instead of the words as we have it, you should put in that same chaf that we pointed above. And he says, this is uh, perhaps a correct emendation. So Rav Kook totally rejected this idea. He also rejected the dichotomy between the Koteret and the Halacha. Interestingly enough, Rav Kook himself pointed out another area where we could also distinguish between the Masa Mitzvah and the Kima Mitzvah, and Rav Kook does use that with a slightly different terminology. The Rambam in Hilchas Shemitah, Hilchas Shemitah, obviously, the laws to do with Shemitah. And one of the classic distinct questions 
in Hilchah Shemitah is, is the mitzvah for the lamb to rest or is the mitzvah incumbent upon the person to rest? And here we have a, again a beautiful distinction between the Koteret and the Halacha. In the Koteret the Rambam says that the land should rest. In the Halacha, it says, Mitzvah Saseh, Lishbos Mitzvah that you should rest from working the land. Based on what I've said in the name of Rav Soloveitchik, I think this could be another example where there's a Maisa Mitzvah and a Mitzvah. The Kiyomah Mitzvah is the land should rest. But what do you have to do? You have to refrain from from working. The Mitzvahs are saying when the person is to, a Chiyomah when the person not to work, an obligation not to work, a Lotaseh. But the Kiyomah is not just that he didn't work. The Kiyomah is that the land rested. Rav Cook pointed out this distinction in this connection. In Hilchos Shemitah, of course, Rav Cook wrote a classic work called Shabbat Haaretz. In Shabbat Haaretz, Rav Cook raised this question, has this discuss- discussion, is the mitzvah for the land to rest or for the person to rest? And in the Kuntra Sachron, in the end of the Shabbat Haaretz, Rav Cook has a, an, a, another Kuntra, another chapter, where he says that basically the mitzvah is in the person. But then he says, But then I would require an explanation, why would the Ram say the land should, let, should rest? And therefore he says, Literal translation would be more or less, that as regards to an action, there's no specific commandment that the land should rest. And therefore, the specific commandment is Lishbos, that you should rest. Betsiyur ha-mitzvah, however, when he describes in the Kotera, the description of the mitzvah, he uses a true explanation, again, the words of Hathkuk, Tsiyur Tsiyur ha-piyaremet, he gave a precise definition. So, in a way, Rav Kook used the argument of Rav Soloveitchik in Hilchah Shemitah. And therefore, I found it surprising that he didn't apply it also to the mitzvah of tshuva. And he, in the mitzvah of tshuva, Rav Kook said, there is no mitzvah of tshuva, and we, have, we should actually change the words of the Koteret. Because in Hilchah Shemitah, the Rav Kook did say almost the exact same idea, of course, with different terminology, but he almost exactly incorporated the idea of the distinction between what the man should do and what the Kiyomah Mitzvah should be in terms of Shemitah.